coaching is highest form of conversation if you really go back to history gita mm. where krishna had a yeah. conversation with arjun had a dilemma in his mm. career in his life <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah the careers were very different back then so but yeah different but he had a great dilemma coaching happened have your own unique definition of leader being framed and do it in day 1 right if you're entering the organization define who you are as a leader yeah and from day 1 have your 10 commandments i call it you know i do it in my program 10 commandments which define your trait which are non negotiable for you because you're starting okay. in five star you're starting as a leader from day one welcome to your favorite voice of business psychology the psych and success podcast i am your host kritika kashyap guys this is part 2 of the incredible leadership coach debashi today we are diving back in to peel back more layers in her unique approach to leadership and coaching her insights into bridging generational divides embracing ai in coaching and designing the inner hero will yet again spark a fire in us so let's continue this journey and see what further wisdom and strategies devashi has to share let's go the new generation coming into the workplace gen z coming into the workplace and being human centric that is the core of them and the digital world is just what the toy that they grew up with how have you seen and experienced the leadership changing with the gen- new generation coming in and a lot of um younger people now we are seeing that they are becoming leaders they are coming out as leaders and they are running the show how have you seen the difference is there a challenge again for the leaders that they come up with that how do i help the next generation grow and be the best version of themselves that's a beautiful question and it's it's very important to discuss uh during this time because there's a lot of chaos around this question uh people who are on the other side of the 40 they are they feel threatened uh people who are sensy they feel like you know this that's not my game so there's a lot of chaos around yeah, yeah. the way uh in even like you know the my positioning would be looking into it from leaders who are futurist mm-hmm. who are leading this game yeah okay so what you know i'm i'm offering you their viewpoint so what they are doing and what they are saying right mm-hmm. so, again going back to those generation you have to understand that you know people uh, the baby boomers or the generation before that they are retiring right now hmm but still they are board members advisories okay yeah and there are a lot of people who are self aware okay they understand that you know that you know it it they have to pass on the baton to to capable people and then the middle uh, you know the leaders are the millennials right now who are running the show then the middle management is kind of you know a, a generation mix of uh, the uh, uh, you know gen z uh, or people who are uh, leaders or a millennials yeah. and gen z is coming in right yeah. now right so that's that's the mix 
and then entire set since i said the 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 entire focus of people has moved uh, and after covid right mm-hmm. work from home flexibility so before covid people would ask whether i'm going to give get flexible options now it's a given yeah we ask that is going to ask that question so uh you know with all these uh, straight off leaders uh, you know being together and somebody who is uh, you know maybe a baby boomer or a senior uh, millennial or a generation x uh, taking the command the idea is that they are not looking into the entire workforce in terms of their age okay okay so they are looking into what is the most appropriate uh, skill sets or talents i'm getting out of them which is mm. going to give me the highest productivity what is the mix that is going to give them mm. for example it might mean some organizations are uh, you know have a team or have a kind of a business line which mm. needs more work from home and they are getting results out of it let's yeah. say and all that part that doesn't need much of a face to face interaction however in terms of manufacturing you know a bit of a supply chain it might mean need so you have to be like they are open and flexible in terms yeah. of uh, you know the framework that they are giving and they are mm-hmm. choosing people to form their teams take up their roles in terms of their talent not the age or experience that is becoming the no. criteria that's that's one and okay. as i speak i would say the conversation is very very new because in 2023 has been the only year where people have really declared that you know no not everybody wants to come back to office mm. right not just being uh, you know having a very rigid uh, policy for all the teams for all the business lines is not mm. good to work so those acceptances you know have have come up and people are thinking uh, for and what is not compromise cannot be compromised what is non negotiable for any organization is a performance right, right. so yeah. keeping that intact what mm-hmm. can be the shifts which are going to be done how uh, internal talent can be leveraged Uh, I'll give you one example. So I attended this mm. work, uh, you know, a conference by Mercer where they introduced that people, if you're looking to the skills, and people always say that AI is going to come and take my job. But if you really look into your job at mm. any level, mm. we'll be doing. Let's say there are three or four parts tasks that you do. Mm. Some of the tasks are core. If I'm a very senior professional, what my core task is going to be, even with the same degree. even with the same qualification is not going to be somebody with 2 years of experience the core will vary mm-hmm. there'll be a lot of other tasks which the senior person might not do anymore either they will automate it mm-hmm. or they might give it out to a gig internal marketplace where this junior person might pick on yeah yeah you know, add that person and if they are able mm-hmm. to take the gig of a cxo they might they will rise fast so these are very new conversations which are happening so long story short the senior people are keeping their core job mm-hmm. and letting it go the rest of the things to people either people or processes either automating or giving it to the juniors and that's the opportunity that all the young people are 
you know, getting, leveraging on that and, uh, mm-hmm. and what is their core. The core of a Gen Z and the core of a baby boomer, the skill set is not the same. Absolutely. Both need to come together to create that productivity. So that cooperation is happening. I won't say it's frictionless, but then people, both parties, they know that they need each other. That's happening. Does that make sense or? Yeah, it does make a lot of sense. Because when you say that, you know, leaders now who are senior or we can say baby boomers or Gen X, letting the new people shadow or delegating their work to them, that also gives a lot of scope for the, uh, the next generation to rise very quickly, as you say. And is that the reason why we are seeing uh, younger people in the leadership position very early in their age? And also having said that, do you think working that because you have worked with the leaders and you understand what their mindset is and the kind of experience and skills that they need, do you think that being very young in the leadership position and managing a lot of people is that the best way to go about or is it your lifelong experience also is a very important or a core part? So it's very contextual. I'll give you an example of driving a car. When when you're driving a car uh, in the middle of the night right. and it's raining, with the headlights, how far can you see? Yeah, hardly anything. Maybe, you know, but next uh, four or five feet. Yeah. 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 And you move that distance but if you keep moving even you know keeping that headlight on you will reach your destination for sure right so right now the young leaders are moving in that context and Mm. their team is also young you have to get that Mm. and in those businesses it's not the same game like we can't compare okay whereas people who are at the top they they have the mountain view of mm. uh, because of their experiences and all. So they can also, you know, they can understand where the risk is coming from, right? Mm. They can strategize it. Okay, so they are not the doing the execution anymore or maybe doing it very differently. So both, none of them need to be scared of... Uh, so if, again, analogy to that roadmap, they've yeah. given that roadmap to that boy. Was driving and kind yeah. of, yeah. Right. So they might not reach that mountain top, but right? You know, the person, young person, who's driving the car would reach, but they they have given the roadmap or the strategy for them to succeed. Mm-hmm. So it's a book creation, but again, and the different types of industry, like you know, the way it's changing. So D two C, lot of you know, supply chain was not that way. So, you know, it's D2C is coming in. I've seen so many leaders going back mm. to school, you know, mm. uh, educating themselves, reskilling themselves so that yeah. they can form that partnership. Okay. Because mm. uh, that is happening. And uh, I see like, you know, end of the day, who says uh, it, it's not about the age. There's always a class monitor, right? So that person is leading their class. So it, it starts from there. At every level, at every uh, strata, at every context, uh, we need a leader. 
So uh, as long as it is giving, as I said, the non-negotiable mm-hmm. ask of the organization, it it uh, you know it falls in place for you yourself as a coach. Mm-hmm. What is the future of coaching, and you know how would it be in when you were talking about uh, by twenty thirty uh, things would be a certain way? What do you think a futuristic coach? would be like and also talk about if you can um with the ai coming and automation coming in the future mm. that's a very you know exciting question something close to my heart yeah. so uh, as you know as i said coaching if you really think as is not uh, something which has not been there in india it's been there the gurukul or uh, you know coaching is a verbal conversation it is the highest form of conversation that can happen okay yeah where transformation happens hmm. if you really go back to history gita hmm. where krishna had a yeah. conversation with arjun where hmm. he had a dilemma in hmm. his career in his life <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah the careers were very different back then very but yeah different but he had a great yeah. dilemma hmm. right yeah coaching happened hmm one of the spiritual you know scripture right now that that is the most popular moment for the history of coaching right wow yeah i had never thought of it that way but that's that's amazing yeah now can see the done all types of coaching that's one is to one he's uh, been a team coach for the pandavas <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah been an organizational coach for the entire uh, rural mm-hmm. and he's led communities right the entire uh, you know vrindavan and all stuff mm-hmm. he's been a team coach that's i would yeah. say the starting point if you really look at right mm-hmm. and uh, in india the form in which we used to teach was shruti there is the vedas were not written for a very very long time then transformation if you really look at the boy would go to a, a gurukul and then when the person reaches that transformative stage they will hmm. graduate right yeah yeah so the entire transformation and you've seen so many stories transformation happened while doing a very mundane activity serving the guru as well hmm. right yeah so those are coaching moments if you see hmm. and all happened in shruti in hearing what we call active listening right now okay your active <laughs> listening right yeah so that was always there and in this land as you say right you know there is we've gone through the dark ages it got lost okay uh, and uh, there are people who uh, kind of you know travel to different places in the west and it came back as i said positive psychology in during the 80s the entire seminars as a landmark there's tony robbins uh, you know there uh, you have prop bob practor and there are so many schools which kind of evolved and mm. in the traveled came back so i would say right now it's a full cycle in, mm. in terms of economy or yeah. in terms of uh, coaching 
uh, I represent a lot of organizations and, uh, uh, you know, I can say uh, being a part of the ICF fraternity, India, the, the rate of growth in India has mm. been, I think, the third highest in the world. It During COVID, it's been phenomenal. The rise of PCC coaches, which is the mm. middle, uh, you know, the senior middle level of coaching has been phenomenal. Uh, okay. And with... Uh, you know, because the spiritual end of the day, coaching is about being nothing. Yeah. Okay. As as simple as that. And I go back to my analogy of that mirror. That and it is the most difficult to thing to be nothing or a mirror. Yeah. Right. So again, going back to Gita, like in that huge, uh, you know, Krishna, he saw the entire world. Remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. or that right that's mm-hmm. that's what it is and uh, he found the solution for himself so you know that's been the journey but uh, during the you know the COVID I would say there's a lot of different types of coaches there's professional coaches who are working on human transformation but the word mm-hmm. coach has been also associated with many things where to enable people to do their th- you know their craft better you can right. uh, have a you know coach for health, coach for uh, your wealth, finance. There's so many sectors, yeah. which is so great because uh, you know uh, it, being a digital uh, coaching, uh, the way it's thriving. You have Siddharth Rajshekar, the success gyan, the entire transformation which is happening down south. People are uh, you know in during COVID they found a second career. Mm-hmm. And then, the honorable, well-paid second career, right? Mm. And not everything needs a very, uh, you know, sophisticated certification. You can just, you know, it's end of the day, another human being on the other side, right? So you you can experience, you can learn the tools and you can start serving people. So that's mm. happening. And I don't have the numbers uh, with me uh, right now. But again, Siddharth Rajshikhar has written a book like, you know, you can coach. And he talks about the digital coaching movement. It is not the ICF, not the Western certified. Yeah, it's pretty much digital coaching where you can build a funnel and, uh, you know, you can offer it as a product, which has a great demand in our market as well. And uh, the ticket price can be low, can be high. It is for B2C. It is for the masses. Mm. And then we have, uh, you know, different schools, as I said, the organizations which are uh, partnering, producing professional coaches, where mm-hmm. it is very strict. Like, you know, my ICF journey has been, uh, so I, I did my training in Landmark. And I'll, I'll right. give you an example of, uh, you know, if somebody who wants to be a coach, after mm-hmm. doing 40 or 50 hours of even more of my corporate work, I should do 17, 10 to 17 hours of practice. Almost for okay. two hour, two years before I became a coach. Got it? So, oh, why needs to give time to build their muscle to be able to transformative coaching. This is transformative coaching. Okay? So, it's okay. not so easy because, you know, it's, it's like a human being's life as if you're going to do a surgery on an operation. There's a huge, huge responsibility. You need mm-hmm. to lot of care, integrity, skill set, and respect. So that takes a long time in you becoming that uh, uh, senior transformative coach. 
not to become a good coach you need to have benchmarks and again i'm so grateful have amazing mentors the women wow okay. when i see if i saw you know women as mentors uh, me really shared their journey are still there you know they they are mentoring me and i said why not like get in yeah, yeah. forward and leading as a coach so right now i'm a part of the icf uh, delhi board okay so just for the listeners icf is international coaching federation there we are trying to make coaching awareness what is coaching if i close my eyes if i tell uh, ask you what is driving you can imagine but if i ask somebody anybody what is coaching no right so that needs to happen in india okay and i would also want coaching to become a legally recognized profession the way it's not it, no it is not oh okay some of the west in the western world some of the countries have it right legal hmm. so when you get into a contract there's a legal kind of an agreement hmm. in our country yeah. it's not but the moment it happens then you know imagine uh, every government officer is having a coach right mm-hmm. in children like in schools it is a popular very respectful profession where you can serve your country the people of your country you were mentioning about digital coaching mm-hmm. so um what exactly meant by that digital coaching is typically like you know online or digital oh, okay number 1 now okay you know once to one can coaching and happen uh the other thing is that you typically would might have a product or a coach uh, or of a product like a mm. series with mm. which the coaching can happen in group and one to one okay yeah. the entire ecosystem is you know in a digital platform again the product can also be digital there might be a linkedin coach can be an mm. instagram coach there might be somebody who's teaching you uh, right now chat gpt mm. so all yeah. of these are also happening that's not the transformational coaching of a human mm. being right but that's also part of the life and uh, that's yeah. it that's what i yeah 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 mm-hmm. ah okay so i see because now we are seeing in this time hmm. coaching is going off the chart as in like people are having their forte in so they are just combining whatever they're good at with coaching and helping people be the best version let's say if you said chat gpt or linkedin just being the best at their that particular game and that is how coaching is now expanding towards great levels you know it's always about helping the person if you look into sports as an olympic athlete will always have a coach right it is you know making you best in your game now there are different kinds of games which has emerged and we have different kinds of coaches yeah 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 what advice would you give to people who are one who are getting into leadership position and second who are um getting into coaching so firstly into the leadership position is that uh, have your own unique definition of leader being framed and do it in day 1 right if you're entering the organization define 
who you are as a leader. I'll, I'll give you an example. Like if you're starting, a, a, let's say, a, a Taj or a brand, a big brand like that, from day one, you open up as a big brand of high star. Yeah. And from day one, have your 10 commandments. I call it, you know, I do it in my program. 10 commandments which define your trait, which are non-negotiable for you. Have that defined even if it's a first day at work. Because you're starting okay. in a five-star. You're starting as a leader from day one. I would say mm-hmm. do that. If you need uh, somebody else, if you need, you might need benchmarks for doing it. Right? So uh, maybe have an area, for example, like, you know, excellent in communication. I want to have excellent in, you know, I integrity is an area. What does it mean? What does it look like with change with your experience? Right. Mm-hmm. So is being it- a person of integrity is a non-negotiable and that is your leadership trait. And that is your brand. When you're not there in the room, people will always say, hey, it's a meeting by Kritika. It's going to start for five minutes early. She is a high-integrity person and it, that is non-negotiable. I would then do that. That's basics. Got it. So it is the 10 amendments are mostly how you want to be as a leader. That will also show externally and externally people will adapt accordingly. Externally, in, internally, like, you know, it, it's up to you how you want to do. It okay. should show in your conduct and the communication. So conduct is also like there's a inner component to it. Well, keep it open, right? Who you want mm. to be, apple, orange, grapes, it's up to you. But define yeah. it on day one. If you yeah. don't do it, the market will do it for you. And then you won't be a leader. You'll be a follower. Because the world game is shaping you. You're not the leader. But if you're defining your own inner game, then you lead with that. So mm. that would be the leadership uh, part of it. I hope that made sense. Yes, yes, it did. <laughs> it did. Right. And the second thing in terms of, I will, uh, you know, uh, coaches is that come with a mindset of serving your the people who's there in front. Unless and until like you have that serving mindset. And when you serve, you just give it. A presentation, you give it. You're not attached to it. Okay. With that detachment. Okay. Come with that. And a lot of people come with a mindset that, you know, it's going to make a lot of money. Yes. It is a great profession. You will earn a lot of money. There are many ways. But it is dependent on your inner canvas. It is not dependent on your ads. It's not dependent on, uh, you know, your funnel or your tool. Your inner canvas. So you need to do work on yourself as much as you would ask the others to do it. Right. So it is not easy as well. And I would always ask people to, you know, go through uh, a mentoring or to a mentor, to a trainer, to a consultant and to a coach and take their service yourself to understand the difference between it. Okay. You need not be a coach all the time. You can be a great mentor. Is it okay to share the difference? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So, first of all, like this teacher, 
when he's a teacher, it's a one-way process. I'm giving you only information in a in a group, right? It's a one-way street. I'm mm. giving you information. Then comes the trainer. Trainer is giving you a skill, enabling you to do something. Okay. And there are activities as well. It's a little bit two-way, but it's instructional. I'm telling you what has yeah. to be done. Mentoring is somebody who is beyond your benchmark and you are kind of shadowing or you're role modeling that person. When you're stuck, that person is showing and telling you the answer, right? Coaching mm. is not all of that. Coaching is where we get into your deep beliefs, which is already there. Whatever that you already are born with. We access those natural strengths, natural talent. Like if you're an apple, we'll get into what made you an apple. Hmm. We will connect it to, you will connect it to it so that you can grow on your own. Absolutely. Or your other term, there is. <laughs> absolutely. So you know that you don't benchmark yourself with an orange. It's like we yeah. are teaching you how to drive in first gear. Second and third gear, you will be able to do it on your own. The success of a coach is being redundant. Coaches that I have found in my journey and I continue to follow and role model, a great human being, right? You know? Amazing human being. Conversation mm -hmm. for them is like a prashad for me. Even their videos, right? So, okay. yeah. And and there's a disciple and a mentor spirit which is there. So if you're ready to be able to be nothing, to be able to be that clean canvas where mm -hmm. your client is sharing everything from their inner world which might be you know difficult at times it might be deep emotional at times but you have to be still and nothing and serve them so that you know they are transformed from life and you have a Gandhi emerge out of your session then coaching yeah. so in terms of AI coming in into coaching uh, it's going to be mainly, again, as I said, like a coach has two parts. One is transformative, the, the delivery that we do. And there are a little bit of an assessment, the decoding or the discovering earlier assessment part of it. Let's say yeah. the goal setting. What is the goal? So those things might be taken out by AI. And which is yeah. like, because, you know, uh, it's it's like, you know, you go to a doctor and then your pressure, weight, everything, those stats are being taken yeah. by somebody else. And the no. doctor is just, you know, doing the consultation, listening to you or yeah. doing that core work. That's going to happen. That is or happening. Like, you know, but mm. that, that conversation where we get into your inner space, it's then human. Okay. That's going to stay. So, Anything which helps you, like checking in with the people, again, putting the coaching into different platforms or, you know, those, the as I said, the, 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 the different tasks surrounding it will AI and it's going to help free our time into mm. what we like. So that is going to be the future uh, in terms of coaching. And I'm happy uh, with that.
come yeah of course you need a more free time and more time to actually do what really makes a difference and the changes so yeah. what better could be and so when i think about it because i have been i mean i have started my own certificate uh coaching certification yeah, now i know that it's jaya abhi the coaching she yeah. sat yeah, yeah. also okay. delhi ncr chapter guru yeah. the winner yeah she she is amazing in her game i mean she can so the initial bit which you know you're saying the ai would take over what i realized that although it is good to you know have um get into the head space and with the ai i can just answer things there would be particular questions and then just the bot can you know help me question on my answer and stuff but do you think that in even in the initial bit because for me i would want a person to do that mm-hmm. i cannot do that by myself because i would not be able to dig deep at all i would just in my in my frontal lobe of my head whatever there is i'll write it down so how much do you think that would be able to help people uh take the first step through ai uh well there's a term which again her another mentor tony latimer he says is called democratization of coaching this will lead to democratization of coaching not coaching is a very expensive mm-hmm. offering as well mm-hmm. right so yeah the initial part of it where your need is let's say i just want to you know uh, create a positive affirmation or you know a, a structure for fulfillment for this and i want to do xyz maybe you know there are as i speak there are certain processes which is going to give you it is not transformative but it is aligned to uh, you know amplify or you know uh, augment your transformation that's mm. going to be the the process and i don't know like you know as things are uh, changing see ai is based on past data it's yeah. not new so there might be some bias there might mm-hmm. be cultural bias there might be information bias there might be that and so you the output will have a uh, you know certain impact so you know that's that's happening as such but how it's going to transform in the future uh, if i look into the benefit of it it would lead to democratization of coaching in certain areas it maybe do my by democratizing everybody it's going to be accessible to everybody like okay. you know democracy is where everybody has a say hmm. right everybody can participate hmm. Hmm. so maybe i don't know my avatar goes and you know because there are also certain things which are repetitive or you know uh, then everybody has a slice of that transformation me So this conversation is happening Kritika as we are speaking. So 2024 the way it is started it's not going to end that way. If you have the same conversation at the end of year maybe we can do another podcast. Yes. Yeah. Or I would be sharing new information. But mm-hmm. it's going to benefit humanity. And as I've mm-hmm. said like you know everybody will have a choice in it. Mm-hmm. If you choose not to have a, a a bot answering your uh, you know uh, in a coaching session you feel free to do that yeah. but uh, it will cost you there is more bucks but yeah you can feel free <laughs> yeah 
So the choices are going to be more. And that's what I mean by democratization of coaching. That's what my understanding. That's amazing. I think, Deb, so we have, you have actually covered so much of ground from like, you know, all the history and connecting history with the present and the future, what is to come. Thank you. And uh, the reason why I agreed to do a podcast with you, because I see a leader in you as well. So in our fourth conversation, yeah, when I said why I should come in your podcast and we created, you know, a little roadmap, right? And uh, you've reached from one peak to another. And now I'm sure you can see the next peak in your Mount Neverest as a journey, uh, as a podcaster, as, a, you know, a coach and most important, uh, being the voice of uh, making, of people and making this uh, place a better place for the future generations. We won't be there after, you know, let's say 50 or 80 years. This conversation, Kritika, is going to live forever. So thank wow. you. Wow. That is goosebump stuff. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Devishi. And there you have it. Another episode of Psych and Success, packed with insights and real-world advice on business psychology, Gen Z, evolving workplace dynamics, culture, AI, and so much more. If you want to stay ahead of the curve and dig deep into the fabric of modern work, you know what to do. Hit that follow button, share this podcast with your network and drop us a review on Spotify, Google Podcasts or wherever you tune in. Your feedback not only supports us but also helps us connect with more inquisitive minds like yours. By the way, if you're looking to get in touch with today's guest, I've got you covered. Check out the description for their contact details. And if you feel inspired to chat directly with me, about these compelling subjects, you can book a quick call through my Calendly or shoot me an email. All the links are in the description. This is your host, Kritika Kashyap, reminding you that the future of work is here and it's evolving fast. So let's explore it together. Until next time.